So, ring ring. <laughs> ring ring. Do we want to talk about what's been why where we've been? <laughs> and then, and then, <laughs> we could, yeah. <laughs> we could talk about that. Do we want to? Um <laughs> So, what's been up podcast-wise? Do we want to try and like, talk about that we have uh, we have three unrecorded episodes, one of which we'll probably release. <laughs> <laughs> we have many attempts at recording. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it was very complicated this year. Mm-hmm. In case mm-hmm. no one else was aware, yes. Mm-hmm. So, um, mm-hmm. I was just going to say, we have we did have legitimately recorded three episodes worth of content um one of which we had a guest and it was really fun and that one will probably come out maybe after this one because this one we it is it is timeless just like all of our episodes right everything is timeless and- <laughs> of course <laughs> definitely yeah. but yes it, it, it's not timely at all so it'll it'll come out probably after this one we felt like it'd be better to do a little bit of an update and talk about we what we've been trying to do and it didn't really work and so well we recorded maybe three or four hours worth of content between the other two episodes and just yeah it didn't really work out yeah i think we were trying to record in what like march or april and march and april very hard march and (laughs) april multiple times and it was just very hard to figure out how to do something silly and mundane while the world was you know falling apart a little bit just a little bit <laughs> yeah so that was that was definitely challenging there was some good stuff in there but it's one of those things it's like i don't know how to edit this together in such a way that it's coherent and also either stays because we were trying to talk some serious stuff and try and maybe weave in some more positive and uplifting stuff and that just ended up sounding kind of disjointed a little bit <laughs> and yeah i think we didn't know how to find that balance between I don't know, being sensitive to what was going on in the world, but not being too heavy and like sad and depressing, I guess, as well. Mm-hmm. So we we did try. <laughs> we tried. We failed, I think, maybe. Yeah. So, <laughs> there there were some okay parts, I think. Which I think so. I think so. I, I was looking back at what we had talked about, and it's actually like, a, it's a weird time capsule now, most of that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe someday that'll come out. It's like, here's a surprise. You know, kind of like, you know, CGB Grey did his, uh, you know, his vlogs like a year and a half later after he, he did them. <laughs> I don't know if you've watched those or not, um, but uh, it's actually very good. If you haven't, I do recommend. Hmm. I feel like a year from now or whenever things are okay, I don't know if people are going to be like, oh, let's revisit this time of the year. It was so Let's reminisce, crazy. yeah. <laughs> let's reminisce about this time. You remember 2020? Well, no, yeah, 2020, man. <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean? That wasn't a year. That didn't exist, right? <laughs> that was yeah, just... I think a lot of people like to write it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So um, I think that leads right into, how is Becky? How am As I? written in the notes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. We, we, are, we are people. We are humans. We know how to have conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How is Becky? Um, how are you doing? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a question mark there. It's just a statement. Oh, I was like seeing if there's any like prompting notes there. It's like ask about da 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 da. Guys, I'm sorry. I'm exaggerating. Just uh, I, uh, it is just a brief outline because I need I need help staying on track. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, asking me how I'm doing is very difficult for you to remember. 
<laughs> my uh, upgrade did not include an emotional core, and so it just comes out of very robotic. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they're up to date on you needing an upgrade <laughs> or having a robotic core. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. So how are you doing? Okay, you're just not going to explain it to them then? No. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. <laughs> How in the world do I explain that? <laughs> um, That uh, it has been so long since um, we have recorded that we basically are like, it's just season two now. Because, yes. you know, you can have a three episode season one, right? I mean, not that I'm and comparing us to that- Sherlock. I mean, <laughs> Sherlock does three, three episode seasons and they're fantastic. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. There's our role model, I guess. <laughs> Maybe. So, I'm Watson then, I guess? Wait, why am I Sherlock? I mean... Not that it's bad, I just... I mean, I, I mean you'd be the smart one, yes? Um... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't know that you, I don't know that I'm even allowed to say yes. There's, like, no good answer so, to that question. Say, I don't say know yes? what to do with that. <laughs> do I say no and insult myself? Do I say yes and just, like, I don't know? There's there's really no good answer to that. I mean, um, the Watson depicted so in Sherlock is I'll be Watson, smart. Okay. and you're the smart one, Patrick? Yes? Um... <laughs> I think I'll be. Uh, I think I'll be. What? what who's the the lady? The landlady? Mary, Mary? Is that her name? No, no, not that's that's Watson. That's Watson's wife. Uh, who's the? <laughs> who's, what? Also, I had. Oh, you haven't it. seen it. <laughs> very Spoilers! Yay! <laughs> Wait, is that a big spoiler? You can't tell me about the landlady and her name. <laughs> uh, what is the landlady's name? I, th- I don't remember. I'm not going to Google that. Okay. Uh, I'm the landlady. <laughs> You're the landlady. Okay. I thought we may just have two Watsons. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, it'll be a, it'll be a new take on Sherlock cuz you know, Sherlock has been done so many times and we definitely need a new one. Who's going to solve the crime <laughs> if there's no Sherlock? Oh, we don't solve the crime. Oh. The, the episode just ends in failure every time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know if Although I I don't know. Watson's pretty good, right? He is. Yeah, he learns a lot by the by yeah. the time as as things progress. So, yeah, it's a story of um, two Watsons learning to be as great as Sherlock. Hmm. Episode title: A Story of Two Watsons. <laughs> <laughs> I like that silly yeah, mundane story of two Watsons. Season. I like that actually. Okay, there we yes. Go. Done and mm, done. Perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I actually really like that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you just hear Patrick writing it down mm. furiously. So how's Becky? <laughs> oh, season two, right? Mm-hmm. No, we never explained your robotic core. Oh, um, you gotta include the audience on these inside jokes. Yeah, I don't know how to. Um, <laughs> I thought you were saying, yeah, no, I'm good. I don't want. To. <laughs> we joked that I, I think I think. Please correct me. I think the joke was it's been so long, and we just start up with season two. That I'm just gonna have a whole new persona, and um, and and it just, you know, it became Pat 2.0, and I'm I'm now a robot, and because I'm super businessy and and things, and 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 Becky humanizes things, and I I make them cold and robotic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was that unkind, but that's kind of what. It came. <laughs> no, I was like, give yourself a little more credit than that. <laughs> I was like, now I feel bad. I'm very now cold I just and need calculating. You terrible things about yourself. <laughs> Uh, Patrick, tell everyone how terrible of a person you are, and you're just a robot with no feelings. I, tr- I try and be nice sometimes, but yeah, the upgrade hasn't totally sunk in yet. So, <laughs> no, you are very kind. Oh, shucks, thank you. 
Um, but yeah, that was that was kind of the joke amongst it, and it just kept building. And I think at one point we talked about making a, uh, a web comic <laughs> <laughs> surrounding the adventures thereof, and I'm like, oh, this this is a great idea. <laughs> this is what we've been doing with our time off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, indeed. We've transitioned from podcast to webcomic because we are both artists, definitely. What was the name of this episode again? A Silly Mundane Story of Two Watsons, Tale of Two Watsons. Oh, are you actually writing it down? I am absolutely writing it down. <laughs> okay. Can you draw me a picture of it now and we can include it uh, in the show notes? Oh, the the, uh, the comic? Yeah, totally. I could just not going to whip that up. Yeah, I, got, okay, I, got right. a, I got a pencil, right? I would actually love to see your rendition attempt at this. You've seen my handwriting. My drawings are oh, worse. I know. I know. We we are not artists. <laughs> Your handwriting is nice. Uh, when I try, when I'm really rushed, it it is not uh, so much. Fair. Well, I, I would say that's true of most people. Although I, I have seen people like, oh, this is sloppy, and I look at it like, oh, no, I would love your sloppy handwriting. <laughs> so, Patrick, yes, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> Giggly. Um, yes, but otherwise, I'm just. <laughs> We're never going to get through this question. No. I'm doing okay. I'm doing all right. It's been it's been quite a year. Um and in fairness to the people who've had a particularly tough year, I don't want to hopefully sound like everything is great for me, but I I've, I've had a couple of really good things and I think that maybe it'd be encouraging to maybe talk a little bit about some of the positive things I've dealt with because I've it in a lot of ways it's been a tough year, but it's been a really good year too. Um one of the big things for me, I get a new job and it's been a big deal for me because I have been looking for a job basically since before I was married in 2013. Um, and I got a, I have gotten other work and I've obviously been able to support a family and stuff like that, but it's been a very tough thing. And I've been trying to get in a good job for again ever since i moved from louisiana to tulsa and i get here and had a couple tough breaks in 2018 especially and then in 20 then the beginning of this year actually i uh lost my job and and and, no, and i didn't find it again i just lost it it just disappeared and, <laughs> and, 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 and i was like what oh patrick's going for a joke right now. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't even find it. It just, it just went away. I don't know what happened. <laughs> it took my brain a moment there. I was like, oh, I remember that. And mm-hmm. what? <laughs> they like, just I'm... moved the they moved the office and you showed up. You're like, it's well, gone. Yeah. Where where do I work? I, ironically, I do stay in contact with uh, some some friends in that office and they they did they're working from home now. <laughs> so <laughs> it would be kind of funny to show up like where is that where are they at? <laughs> I actually did lose it. <laughs> <laughs> I've misplaced my job. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, anyway. So timing wise, at the end of February, I'll just let that sink in. So I'm like, oh, I'll start looking for another job. It'll be fine. I start looking for another job at the you know, in right away. And I had a couple of really good prospects. I did an interview with a bank and it went really well, had some good connections, and then this is like the first week of March. And then you know, second week of March hits, and all this, all this stuff starts going down. And are like, um, this is going to be serious. 
And of course that job didn't pan out. And so I get another interview. So I'm, I'm starting kind of not to panic, but I'm like sending out resumes and I'm like, okay, this is, this is, this is pretty serious. Yeah, it was a worrisome time. Yeah, and it, we didn't. You know, I this is March. How stressed you were. Yeah, yeah, and we didn't, and we didn't fully grasp all of the, all the stuff that was going to be going down. And I got an interview. What like mid March, I think. And I got an offer right off the bat, and I was like, but it was something I hadn't really done before. It's in mortgage lending. I've done lending for years, but I've never done mortgage really, and. Uh, and this is going to be you know, like another commission-based job. I'm like, oh, I don't know about this. But I'm hearing the guy who's telling me about it. He's just telling me about all this stuff and how, and I'm listening to him like, this sounds excellent. This sounds like a really good job. And I'm really worried about it. And tell, talk to my wife about it. She was worried about it. And I'm like, well, we don't have anything else. Let's let's just take it. If it's anything as good as he says, then it's going to be great. And it's the guy, he held up his end of the bargain. It's, it's been an incredible job. I work really hard. It's a hard job, but it's it, it's been a really huge blessing. Such that like we're able to get a new house, which we've been we'd saved up for prior to all this. And but when things were just uncertain, we decided not to move forward. And so now we got another you know we're on contract to get another house. And of course, you know things are still up in the air uh, as far as you know outside factors. But my job is really stable, and I'm really really thankful for how everything worked out because it really it wasn't looking good there for a little bit and timing was not good (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah it was pretty glad for how it worked out i am really happy for you i know how stressful that time was and yeah now you're now you're moving soon too yeah which is a big deal um we're recording at the beginning of november i'm scheduled to move at the end of november and so there's a non-zero chance the next recording will be in the new space in a in a dedicated office. It'll be Ooh, a fancy new office. I know, I know, with a nice ergonomic desk and chair. I'm so excited. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Sound quality probably won't be much improved, but at least everything else will be just much more comfortable. So I'll take that. Okay, so the audience won't hear a difference, but we can know that you are feeling different mm-hmm. and amazing in your office. Yes, you'll be able to, you'll be able to hear the pep in my step. It's like it's like I'm not even walking. Okay. <laughs> it's, like, it's like you hear this guys it's a new office it's great uh if i may quote mike from uh from cortex uh the 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 mega office <laughs> <laughs> that job's real good patrick you mm-hmm. have a mega office i have a mega office it's big enough to share both me and my wife yeah but we, we will share the office <laughs> so whether or not it's big enough that's what we're going to do is share it <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> hopefully hopefully mega enough mm-hmm. The mindset is mega. Yes, that's right. That's right. Okay. So, how about you, Becky? How are you? Uh, I feel like you have so much pep in your step and you worry what's been going on with you. Um, things for me have been uh, very, very difficult. Um, even before this year, things have been pretty hard, as as you know, for sure, Patrick. Yeah. Um, I also feel like I don't know what to say about it. It's just <laughs> been very, very hard and I know this year has been just hard for everyone as well and mm-hmm. it definitely did not make things any easier. Yeah, just kind of a general mood of things are tough, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And um, dealing in lending, I hear some stories, so even, you know, while it is good, I do hear some not so great too. I'm like, oh man, it's it, a lot of people dealing with stuff. So yeah, definitely going around. And yeah, I just 
I also, I, <laughs> I thought I knew what to say, Patrick, but I have no idea what to say. It's just my brain just like crashes and it's just mm-hmm. like, it's just really hard. I don't know. That's fair. I mean, it's, it's, there's a lot that's overwhelming, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, what's been, <laughs> let's, let's, let's reframe that then. It's been tough. And like, like I said, it's been tough for a lot of folks. What's been good? What's been good? Um, I'm very, very thankful to be home with my family right now. And everyone is working from home. Oh, that's good. So that is very nice. Also, a lot of people and a lot of schedules to manage. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's been it's been really, really nice spending time together. Also, sometimes you need a bit of space, but that's cool, too. Mm-hmm. Um, we have this new tradition where we, we usually try to have dinner together when everyone's schedules align. And we end up just talking about random things and a topic that comes up, usually where one of us is like, I don't know the answer to this. And my mom is like, all right, let me get my phone. I'm going to Google it. So we have like a fun Google session every night where we learn about something new. I like that a lot. That's a cool That's a cool idea. Yeah. Keeps things fresh. Yeah. Encourages conversation. I like that. So that's been fun. We've learned about very random things. Um, I think the last thing we learned about was, what was it? The number of like Heinz flavors there are. You know Heinz ketchup? Is there 57? I think there are. Oh my, uh, I was good. I was joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I was like, oh, that's what that number me- means. I always thought it meant like the year it was from or something, but. So Heinz 57, so that's flavor number 57 then. Uh, I'm not sure if it is. I'm not sure if that's a total number of flavors or you see, this was actually not the last thing we talked about. It's the last thing I can remember, which was okay. kind of a while ago. Um, so is, so is the ketchup flavor number 57 then? Uh, I can look that up. I mean, I don't think so. I mean, it just you should you should bring your mom in and say, <laughs> so I she's know, the Googler. Right? Mom, we need you on the show. <laughs> we need she you. is the official Googler at dinner. We need your fabulous Googling skills, please. Yeah. So as we're like winding down eating, it's like, oh, it's time to pull out the phone to answer the question that came up. So do you try and see if somebody knows the answer before you Google? Like, so for example, if, if say your mom, I think it's... You know, I think there's 57 flavors of Heinz, um, and you're like, oh, I'm pretty sure that's just a number. I think it's the year, like you say. So, do you see? Try and see who's right. Uh, yeah. So we we will discuss it first, and then mm-hmm. at some point we're like, I don't know, and then we all look to my mom. My mom's like, Oh, I got this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, the, one of the things we we talked about the other day was like, Oh, the leaves are changing colors, and um, we were like, Why do they change colors? So we got into a whole discussion on that, and. Uh, none of us were sure. I was like, something about chlorophyll? Mm-hmm. And then we looked it up, and it was about chlorophyll. Is it, isn't it? Is it the chlorophyll, it stops making chlorophyll? Isn't that what it is? It's the chlorophyll that makes the yeah. leaves green, right? Yeah, I think it stops making chlorophyll, and then so the color is the actual color that you see underneath the chlorophyll, because it ah, stopped producing that. Interesting. You, We needed you at dinner, Patrick. You knew the answer. We didn't, you didn't need Google. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just going way back in the way back machine there. I'm like, I... I I think that's how that works. <laughs> you remember more than I do. My answer was just chlorophyll. Something about chlorophyll. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hmm. Yeah, I, science was my favorite. I loved growing up. I enjoyed science quite a lot. So I really love science too. Yeah. Um, and then and then I took what did I take that ruined my love of science? It was biology. Oh, no. Yeah, biology was awful. I did not what, like biology. What ruined it? I, like, what about biology ruined it? Mostly just the giant unintelligible words. Like, mm. I I like 
words. English is also something that I enjoy. I enjoy English language stuff and reading and literature and that kind of stuff. I enjoy that kind of thing. So I'm not a stranger to large words, although I'm awful at spelling them, as you can attest. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> autocorrect does not help you with that sometimes. Sometimes, too. no, it does not. How many times did I misspell Toronto? <laughs> oh my gosh, so many times. I was like, I feel really bad correcting you on this again and again, but it's really incorrect and it's confusing me a bit. <laughs> Google, <laughs> Google learned my spelling for Toronto and it would not correct it. Then like, oh, I don't know what's actually right. Is this the correct autocorrect? Or is this Google saying, okay, well, this is the way you want to spell it so you can have it this way. <laughs> I know, it kept changing it back to the wrong way. Like every single time you said it, I was like... Patrick, please. I'm trying. Please don't confuse me on the spelling of my own city. <laughs> if you keep showing me this, it's going to confuse me. <laughs> uh, and then I switched to Apple, and Apple Apple seems to be, because Apple and its autocorrect is much more like, no, this is the correct spelling. I, You will not change <laughs> this. <laughs> Apple's that friend that's willing to tell you when you're not in the right. Mm-hmm. Google's a friend that's like, mm, it's fine. I'll just, I'll just go with it. Yeah. So, anyways. I forgot where we were going with this. Oh, spelling, right. Um, but what were we going that before that? Hmm. Um, Derailed. Uh, I don't know. Derailed. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we should have a transition sound for that. Yep. Dun, 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 dun. Derailed. <laughs> I, li- oh. I like that. That's good. We can have a, just have a little musical derailed and <laughs> go on to the next. <laughs> Very nice. Ah. Uh. What else has been nice? Have you? Uh, are there any games that you've uh, been playing? Oh, you know what game I was playing. <laughs> segway, a segway, long, segway. Really long time. <laughs> what a segue, Patrick. What a segue. Um, we have actually not talked about this game very much mm-hmm. yet. No. You and I have not discussed it all other than I know that you played it. <laughs> yeah, we. I was like, leave me alone. I need to go in my own world to play this. <laughs> the world is too hard right now. Goodbye. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, so the game we were talking about is Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. And um, did you play Animal Crossing before? I don't remember. This was my first one. Um, I played for, oh, about 25 hours this go around, and I, I gave up. <laughs> oh, okay. You're officially done now? Yeah. Yeah. I, it's 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 very cute. It's not my cup of tea, though. It's like, I, I, don't, I don't, it's, there's just enough freedom to do a lot where everything is open-ended for me. And, and but mm-hmm. it's restrictive enough that it frustrates me in ways that I, I don't care for as much. Okay, so, that's fair. Yeah, so, so I gave it a real good shot, but it, it, it's, I, I, can, it's, I can definitely see the appeal for it, for sure. But there's so much there that it's hard for me to to grasp everything that I want to do, but there's it's also restrictive enough that I'm like, but I want to do this, but it says no, not until I pay the <laughs> raccoon a certain amount of money, and I'm like, ah. Like Tom Nook. Oh, Tom Nook. <laughs> uh, so, so I, I did give up on Good old it. Tom Nook. Yeah. Yeah. So, tell me about your island. I'm sure your island is far more uh, impressive than mine. Um. So I haven't played for a while now, actually, and I kind of want to get back into it, but it feels a bit hard now because I feel like once you lose that momentum, yeah. You know, your villagers are all like, "You haven't been here for a few days. Where have you been? We miss you." And you're like, "Stop guilting me." <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, I. I, uh, you're also reminding me of um, the first time I ever played an Animal Crossing game, and I was just very confused by it. Yeah. I rented it from the the video rental store, which existed back in the day. Blockbuster? Yeah. No, Roger's Video. Whoa. I am I'm unfamiliar. Right? Unfamiliar. 
Uh, Rogers is one of our media companies here. And they have oh, a, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Rogers Video, I think, was related. I I've never heard, thought about it when I was a kid. Well, I've heard of yeah. Rogers Internet or Rogers uh, Telecom. That, yeah. yeah does so I think it's the same Rogers. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Hmm. You, yeah. So we, we had Blockbuster as well, but we preferred Rogers Video for reasons I don't I don't know. So I rented it from Rogers Video thinking like, oh, I've heard this game is good. Let me try it. And I did not understand what was going on. And I think yeah. part of the problem is when you start, you can't just restart a new island easily. Yes. So I was playing someone else's game. And yeah, kind of like oh, what so you, you were dealing so with. So you had the island. Mm-hmm. There was You were using some, somebody else's island was on the rented game because this was like in a cartridge or yeah. whatever. Okay. Yeah. Because the game already had like an island made. Gotcha. And okay. so I was just playing, continuing off of that. And I couldn't figure out how to restart the game into a new game. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I guess I'll go with this. But kind of like the problems you were encountering, it was like, you need things to do everything. I was like, I don't know how to get anything. And I think it was before you could easily Google every question you had about yeah. a game. Yeah, I was going to ask about how long then, ago this was, roughly. If it was a cartridge, was it Nintendo 64, I guess? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. That's fair. Okay. Maybe Anyways. N64, yeah. If it could that, be N64. If it's a if cartridge. Yeah, if it was a cartridge, it was on Nintendo 64. If it was a disc, it would have been a GameCube, probably. Uh, I think it was probably N64 then, so like okay. way, way back. Yeah, yeah. okay. And Sorry, carry on. <laughs> I could only play after school, and like I would usually try to do my homework first, so I'd usually be playing in the evening. Mm-hmm. And it was always like, oh, the stores are closed. You can't do anything. And I was like, what is wrong with this game? How is anyone supposed to play when they have work or school? Or like, but I just, I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't figure it out. And Fair. everything was always closed by the time I played. It was always nighttime. And so I... Had never, I never played again until this round. Oh wow, that was a long time ago then. Yeah, that's that's how not great my experience was. It was just confusing and unenjoyable, and I was like, my schedule can't accommodate this game. Yeah, and I was yeah. running into that some too, even because, um, like, I I got to the point where I would bring my Switch to work, and I would check in the morning when I got to work because <laughs> you had to get some. Um, Oh, but not do it in the office, but I do it like before I go in. So I, I would, yeah. I just, I like, okay, I need to go run and check the turnip prices and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, mm-hmm. and, I, and yeah, it was, it, it was kind of ridiculous. I did make some good turnip, turnip turnarounds though. I, I got, a, I got a couple yeah. of really good prices. Not going to lie. You were rocking that stock market game. Mm-hmm. The, what was it? Stork market? Stork market, right? Yeah. Stock, stock market? No, isn't it stork? Isn't that what it's called? The stork market? No, stork's a bird. I know. Stock is like I know, but S- but what? I thought they call it the stork market in, in, in Animal Crossing, yeah? No, it's a stock market, like S-T-A-L-K, like stock. Like stock. Turnip, like I thought plant. it was stork. I don't know. Whatever. No. no. I thought that had something to do with that. <laughs> Wait, stork like the bird or stork yeah. like a different stork word? Stork like the bird. Know. Okay. Yeah. No, no. Why would it be about a bird? I don't know. I thought that was something to okay. do with the, with the turnips. You're like, animals, turnips, well, whatever, it makes sense. No, stalk. You're right. Stalk. I just Googled it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's also I, like a pun. In, it was a pun and play on words, which uh-huh. I really enjoyed. Yeah, so I thought yeah. it was a stork instead of stalk, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> okay. I, I well, I mean. I, I wear glasses. I can't see, you know, it's like I can't see an O and an R, you know, whatever. I can't spell. I can't spell when I'm reading. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe there's a whole new, there's a whole new version that's run by storks. Yeah, totally. That's, that's what it turnips. is. Yeah. It's a stork market. Yeah. Totally. All right. Perfect. We're on okay. board. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Done. Great. <laughs> Are we even playing the same game? I don't think so. This is why you quit. You're playing the stork market game. <laughs> that game sounds awful. Why, why, are you, why are you doing a stork market? I don't understand. Does it deliver the turnips? <laughs> Patrick, are you trading storks? You're like, it feels awful. I don't want to do this. <laughs> yeah, seriously. 
They're just trying to. They're supposed to be my villagers and my friends, not things I trade. Yeah, they're trying to. They're just trying to deliver people's kids, and, and here I am, like, here, trade this one. This one flies faster. <laughs> Are you trading kids? This is awful. This, no, no. this is the opposite of Animal Crossing. Patrick. The stork delivers the kids. Come on. <laughs> okay, but what are you? What What is the stork market then? What are you? Trading? You're trading storks. I mean, some storks fly faster than the others. You know. I mean, oh, nine months is a long like time. An interesting you know? game. <laughs> Imagine a game that's like like you have to have the best stork baby delivery service. <laughs> it could be fun. I don't know. Sounds like being a game Amazon really would make. Being home all the time. <laughs> it's like Amazon's trying to get into the delivery market, so it's like you know what? That's we're gonna first we're gonna we're gonna try, learn by storks. You know, can we do this in nine months? Perfect. Let's. Yeah. <laughs> we can. Yeah. So we can we can offset Wait, UPS. Do they only deliver babies, or they deliver everything now, like Amazon? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the next goose game. Random, random game. <laughs> <laughs> you can only play for nine months and then it's done. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, are you having the baby now, Patrick? <laughs> Your concept is really confusing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm just yes ending, and then it's like it's like yeah. this, is, this will be fine. We'll just keep we'll just keep yes rolling and with it. Babies, nine months, nine months, <laughs> nine months. <laughs> uh huh. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, when last you left your island, um, what was the last project you tried to tackle? Last project I tried to tackle, I I had accumulated too many items in my inventory. <laughs> And I was oh, trying I wonder to how that figure happened. out what to get rid of, which as, for some reason stopped being fun for me, so mm, I fair. stopped. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. So, so you, you had the starter problem of, of, I don't have enough chests. So. Yeah, <laughs> except you can't make more like in Stardew. In Stardew, you can make endless amounts, mm-hmm. which I love. Mm-hmm. We need to play Stardew again. I know. Mm-hmm. And you'll be like, I'm selling everything. I'm like, don't sell no! anything, Patrick. We need everything. How else are we going to make all the all the the various wines and things? We need all we got to keep all those kegs kegs a churning. Kegs a churning. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've been churning for a while. Maybe they're ready now. That, that, Maybe it's going to be like real fine-aged wine. That's going to be very well-aged. Mhm. Mm-hmm. There's a thing where you can I don't know if I don't want to spoil you on the game because we haven't got there yet. Oh, oh yeah. So wait, pu- pause. Put a pin in it now. Now, since it's in the show, we'll have to. Uh, we'll have to. <laughs> we'll have to pick it back up and then and then uh, then update them on season three next year. Patrick, I know you're very busy moving, but we need to get to start. <laughs> hey, it's 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 a portable game. It Don't is. Don't have to have my TV hooked up for this. And all you need is twenty minutes, and then twenty more minutes, and then maybe one more twenty more mm-hmm. minutes, <laughs> and then like you should go to bed. No, no. One more? <laughs> One more day. One more day. Mm-hmm. See, that's Rocket League. It just it, The games are just five minutes. Like, oh, just one more game. Oh, just one more game. Oh, just... Oh, no, I can't end on this game. One more game. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Until it until it just infuriates you and like, okay, I'm done. I'm never playing this game again. And then tomorrow, yeah. Rocket League? You want to play Rocket League? Oh, yeah. <laughs> did you... So did you get really into Animal Crossing at some point or not really ever? Not really. I, I was... Um, when I got it, I think I got it a little bit after you did, uh, maybe a week or two after you did, and then I, I was playing pretty much every day for a month or so. Um, mm-hmm. but I just, I just didn't have, a, I didn't have enough time to, to, I didn't, you know, you, you, my game time is pretty limited, so I, I mean, I, I may play thirty minutes to an hour each day, so just enough to catch a few bugs, 
gather a few fossils and not really get a good thing going. So I never yeah. really got to the point of really decorating anything. Um, or, uh, and I think that's part of the reason why I burned out on it pretty quick. Cause I was just like, I say pretty quick, but I never really got to the point of decorating. Cause like, okay, I just want to gather these things. And by the time I gathered all the things, like, okay, I'm tired now. I'm just going <laughs> to stop and just leave a pile of like wood outside your house. Basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'll, I'll tackle this later. So yeah, I can understand that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. That's fun. So, so animal crossing has been, has been uh, a positive then. Yes. It was, I got very. I feel like I got very lost in it for like maybe a few months there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it was, it was like my downtime. Like all my downtime was just basically Animal Crossing for a while. And I think I started when a lot of other people started. I know mm-hmm. you started kind of like after everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I found there was like a small group that I I didn't play with because you don't really play with people exactly, yeah. but that were kind of on the same wavelength, I guess, mm-hmm. at the time. Yeah. And it was, it was like the perfect thing for quarantine because mm-hmm. it was uh, basically when I started, everyone else was kind of a little farther ahead, mm-hmm. but they had all played before. And so like they knew what was up. So they were there for questions and everyone was so generous giving each other stuff. And they'd be like, oh, does anyone have this? And someone would be like, oh, yeah, I have this item. What do you want for? It? Oh, nothing. Like, just have it. And. There was just people giving gifts to each other, helping yeah. each other out, and we could visit each other's islands and fly there, which was not a thing at the time anymore. Yeah. So it was like the world was shutting down, and Animal Crossing was like opening up, and we hung out and watched meteor showers. Even in the game, that people were joking like, "Hey, social distance!" And like, so we would all stand like far apart while watching these meteor showers together as a joke. That's pretty and, cool. Uh, the community seemed pretty wholesome from what I could tell because I followed a lot of the subreddits and stuff and it reminded me a lot of the Stardew community, honestly. Yeah, it, it's a really wholesome game. It was just wholesome and quaint and it was supposed to come out in 2019, actually. I don't know if you know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, it was supposed to, it was a, uh, originally holiday, I think, yeah? Yeah, so it was supposed to come out at the end of 2019, but I think they delayed it because it, it just wasn't ready and they wanted to work on it. And so it coming out at March was not even what was supposed to happen. And it turned out to be, I think, the perfect timing for everyone. Yeah, indeed. There were so many articles about how just Animal Crossing was the game that helped a lot of people for that time. And I was included in that. Well, I'm glad for you for that, because like I said, in, in, a, in a pretty not great year, I'm glad you had that very bright ray of sunshine in the middle of, in the middle of it all. So that's, that's nice. Yeah got those saturday concerts i don't know if you got to that point but Mm-mm, no <laughs> there are concerts on saturday played by uh oh, i can't even remember his name now kk slider kk slider oh oh don't include that it's terrible i forgot <laughs> <laughs> i always thought that was but cool yes, on, the, on the smash Slider stages where they'll um on the animal crossing stage on saturday night kk slider will come out and play songs um oh yeah, yeah. oh that's awesome it is pretty cool yeah Sometimes I would forget, though, until it was too late, and I'd be like, oh, at the concert's today, and I would go to join the game, and KK Slider would be like, sorry, like, I'm already packing up for the night. I was like, no, no. <laughs> the concert. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. What, what else? Any, any, other, any other little, little rays of sunshine that's been, that's been good for you? Um, I think so. I played Animal Crossing for a few months, mm-hmm. and then as that was winding down, there was... Uh, it was hard because I remember a lot of the shows were stopping too. Like I, I find some of my wind down time. I like to watch a good show or something. Yeah. Um, but by midsummer, all 
the content for shows was kind of running out and they weren't filming anything new at that point either. And then this reality show came out at the perfect time and it is called Love Island. I don't know if you've heard of it. I have. You have from me or from somewhere else? <laughs> it was from someone else. Somewhere else. Oh. Yeah. What have I've... you heard about it? Nothing other than it exists. That it exists. Okay. You may have said something about it, but I, it's so vague in my head, I don't remember. And when you start to tell me, I might say, hey, yeah, that's a thing. But I don't I don't remember right now. Yeah. I think I briefly mentioned it to you because I got really into it. Oh, I think I think it, it would give, still give me a brief, but I, I think okay. I do remember. Yeah. Also, I hope everyone's kind about it. I know reality shows are not everyone's uh, everyone's jam, but no judgment. <laughs> so, so uh, Love Island is uh, basically a show about people trying to find love connections, and so they bring in a bunch of. On the show, they always refer to them as boys and girls, which is interesting because they're all mm-hmm. adults. But yeah, you know, that is interesting. School. Um, so they bring in a whole bunch of boys and girls, as they call them, to usually an island. And then every few weeks, they have to couple up. And the people who are not in a couple have to leave the island. Oh, no. Okay. And basically, the last couple remaining wins the chance at winning, I think it was $50,000. Who gets, um, do they get to choose each other as a couple? Or is that chosen for them by like popular vote? How, what are the rules? So it switches every week. Okay. Um, also, it was not on an island this time because of, because of COVID and everything. They couldn't travel there. So it, they were stuck on a rooftop in Las Vegas for like That's pretty cool. two months. Yeah. <laughs> Which is pretty cool. It was very, it was very like inventive. An urban island. Yeah, an urban island. And it's so hot in Las Vegas in the summer. I think it was it was filmed maybe August, September, October oh, time. Oh, that's awful time. So it was very, very hot. Yeah. And on a rooftop just seems like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but so each time it switches up. So if there's more girls, then the boys will pick. And the girls that don't get picked have to leave. And then vice versa. Oh, dear. Okay. And I assume so they purposely, purposely keep it odd for that reason. Yeah, and then they switch it up every time, so the power switches. So it's if if you're like, oh, pick me, like I'm committed to you. People are like, do I trust them? Yeah, like I'm gonna commit to them this time, but are they gonna commit to me next time? And you said, who is it? Is it the last couple gets fifty thousand dollars, or the last person? So is it every man for man and or woman for themselves? So a bit of both. Okay. Basically, as the season goes on, towards the end, they start to eliminate couples, and people can actually vote on that okay. as well, which is really fun for people. Um, yeah. And then I think there's a, a final remaining, like, three to five couples, depending on the season. And then everyone gets to vote on who the winner is going to be. Like, the audience gets to vote. And so that's how the winners decide. Okay. It sounds it sounds similar to from what i know of like big brothers and that kind of stuff um yeah it is similar okay yeah it's similar to that it's basically a reality show mixed with a dating show okay combined together interesting okay and then the couple gets to choose uh i've seen they have had two american seasons now and i've watched Mm -hmm. the first and second one okay and both times they basically there's fifty thousand dollars last time both of them got it i think and uh no, how did it work? Anyways, they can choose whether one of them keeps it and takes it from the other person or if they split it. And so there's a question again of like, oh, are they going to trust each other and give each other the money? Or are they going to like, what's one person going to try to run away with it? Okay. So, so for example, if it was you and I, you would have 50000 and I would have $50,000 and I could choose to keep my fifty and 
how would that work? So, so why wouldn't you? So, how would that work? So this season, this season, we there's two envelopes. Mm-hmm. We would each take one, and one of them would contain fifty thousand ah. dollars. And then that person gets to decide, like, oh, do I keep this for myself or do I split it? Okay, okay, gotcha. Last season, it was done a little differently, where I think there was um, fifty thousand dollars in between them, and they each took a step forward each time. Okay. And I think at any point they could. I forget how it worked, but one of them could basically choose to forget that and then just take it. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. That's fun. And yeah. also, it's all, all all's fair until until there's fifty thousand dollars between us, and then and then it's just like uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> do we really love each other, <laughs> or do we love money more? <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like I mean we've only known each other for a couple of weeks. I don't know. Fifty thousand dollars will pay off my car, <laughs> and then some. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, yeah, it was on six to seven days a week, which oh was my. a lot. Okay, I do remember you telling me that. To okay, keep you busy. yeah, I do remember. So, yeah, because okay. you were like, "What are you doing tonight?" I'm like, "I have to watch my show. <laughs> it's on tonight. Like, it's on every single." Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. That's a lot of episodes. It is, and I was so. It's so impressive because they are filming it pretty much like not live, but like they are filming it the day before and then releasing it. I think the next day or two. Oh, wow. Because we could vote maybe, say, on like a Monday night. They might be like, vote for your favorite couple and the other ones like will be in jeopardy. And so you would vote Monday night. The show mm-hmm. ends at like 10 p.m. Eastern time. Mm-hmm. And then they'd be like, you have until 1030. And then we close the polls. The next day, Tuesday, you would find out the results of your voting, which is really fast. Yeah. Really cool. That's interesting. So has, yeah. has it been that been your primary one or have you had others that you are enjoying? Um, that one, that one was, that was the big that one. one was my like early, late summer, early fall, <laughs> just because okay, okay. it was on. I was like, how is it on this? This is just like six or seven days a week. It's so yeah. much. I was going to say, it's kind of hard to manage anything else if that's, if, if you got that one coming on every day, yeah. that's a lot of yeah. show. And then after you watch a show, you want to like read what everyone's talking about, right? I mean, sure. Or record a yeah. podcast about it. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> also, I... I think also because everyone was so separated at that time, like we are still, mm-hmm. um, it was really, really nice because the online community around that show or the online community that I found was just really, really lovely. Yeah. They had really funny discussions, but also really thoughtful discussions too. Okay. Which I really, really appreciated. And so it was like, it was like a meaningless show, but also, you know, a- enough meaning to engage you while the world's falling apart. You can just, you know. It's fun to connect with those kind of things. I mean, it doesn't, if if you're connecting about something that you enjoy, it's fun to be able to talk about that thing and then also realize, hey, this person's actually pretty cool. Yeah. And, you know, in so doing, you know, we, we, we kind of made a Discord server. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we would have put that here or not, but, you know. What, what a segue, Patrick. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Not to, to, to not to uh, take away from what you're talking about. We can circle back to that. But yeah, we made a Discord server. If you guys want to join, it's uh, it'll be in the show notes. Would you Would you like to uh, explain what the Discord server is? Okay. Yes. Uh, the Discord <laughs> The Discord server. That's where we're recording right now. No, no, no. Um, a Discord server. So if you are unaware, a Discord server is basically just it's a sophisticated chat program. I say sophisticated. It's relatively simple. But it's a way, a place for people to have conversations um, based on topics or based on general uh, discussion. It's just text-based, but there's a spot where you can have some voice conversations as well. It's just an, a really cool place to hang out. Um, it, we're designing it to to be just a place 
we talk about things like we talk about on the show, just talking about video games and talk about life stuff and learn about cultures and just give people room to, to have a conversation. And yeah, it, it's, uh, it's really cool. We're, we've been working, working on that for the last several months, trying to just put things together and, um, and we'd love to, uh, to build it with you guys. Cause right now it's just she and I in there. So <laughs> we'd, uh, we'd love to have some people come in and join us and have a conversation and you can help shape, uh, how you want it to be. So, yeah. It'll be a fun... And we will include a link in the show notes. Yes, we I'm will. Um, maybe. Yes, we will. <laughs> in the show notes. So if you made it this far into the podcast, give me a link. Give it a click. It'll, it'll, uh, it'll be worth your while, I think. So anyway, sorry. Did not mean to d- derail your, your uh, Reddit conversation. That's you don't nice. want to hear all about Love Island? Um, no, no. No, not at all. <laughs> I want to hear more. Tell me more. <laughs> okay. So one of my favorite parts, actually, is the narrator of Love Island. A good narrator makes a good show. The narrator makes a good show. His name is Matthew Hoffman, and I know that he name. Is, do you? From what? I have no idea. I'm going to Google it right now. Actually, I okay. I know that name. I'm like, who is that? I know. I may not know the person, but I know that name. Um. Anyway, c- c- carry on. I'm still listening. <laughs> okay, he is so funny, and so he he brings so much character and sass to the show, and I love it. One of my favorite things from him is he has to do these promos for Caesars, like the hotel mm-hmm. place in Las Vegas. Okay, okay. <laughs> he is so committed to them. He like is so pumped when he does it. When you were talking about segues, it reminded me of uh, he loves to find fun segues into into his Caesars promo. Mm-hmm. He might be like, oh. Uh, these two people, you know, they were talking about this and they had a great segue into this conversation, just like my segue into my mandated Caesars promo. <laughs> and like, he's so pumped about it. And it's, it brings me so much joy. It's just, it's so silly. And yeah, I just, oh my gosh. It reminds me of Jonathan Goldstein's ad reads that he's been doing recently on Heavyweight. Oh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, and I, now you can whatever prepare your pockets to be so much heavier with the money that you're going to save from these great sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's this um, there's this Ferris wheel, like this giant one of those like enclosed Ferris wheels. Um, I don't know if you know that those kinds. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, yes, Where, yes. Okay, yeah. So they have one of those Ferris wheels, I guess, as part of Caesars. Interesting. Okay. And. So that has been in the promos a few times. So the first time it was like, you can check out the Ferris wheel. Here it is at night. It is beautiful and lit up. And and then a few days later, he did it where he was like, and here's the same Ferris wheel during the day. <laughs> it's the exact same, but, but you can the see it better. <laughs> and there's my car in the parking lot. <laughs> I, I would enjoy that thoroughly. And I was like, I think when the show ends, I'm going to miss these promos for Caesar. <laughs> it's like I strangely want to go to Las Vegas. I don't understand. <laughs> I know, and I want to go to Caesars for some reason. I don't even know. And uh, by the by, the final like by the last few episodes, they had used all their stock footage of Caesars. <laughs> so he was like, "We have used up all of our footage, so just watch the same footage." <laughs> and he was like, "Here are steaks, and here's our themed rooms, and." Back to stakes because we have nothing else to show you. I was like, I love this so much. That's fantastic. I, I, I don't know if I've ever enjoyed promos this much before. Uh, that's, that's, I'd make you pay attention to an ad. 
So yes, that narrator sound, sounded hilarious, and uh, <laughs> I did look up him. I, I, I he did not look familiar at all, and I okay, and he hadn't been in anything so that I had seen. So um, it just has a familiar sounding name, I guess. But uh, he also does not look familiar to me as he is the narrator. And you never see Oh, him. right. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of like a How Much Mother. You never actually see uh, Bob Saget be the narrator. Oh, right. I forgot the narrator wasn't one of the characters. Yep. Well, he I mean, he te- technically was uh, whoever our point of view character is. What was his name? Um, uh, Ted? Ted. Yes, Ted. It, Ted, was, right. older, yeah. it was older it's, Ted. Yeah. Okay. It's supposed to be Ted, right? Yes, correct. Okay, it wasn't just some random guy being like... It's future Ted. <laughs> also, can I tell you a random story? You may. I once was Derailed. nearby Bob Saget. <laughs> Derailed. I once, <laughs> I, I once was near Bob Saget, and someone was like, whoa, you're Bob Saget. He's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I just walked away. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's a fair response. It is weird that mm-hmm. people yell your name to you. <laughs> As like, a matter yeah, of fact, you yes. would know that. Th- that's up there. That's like, right. Yeah. That's a really weird thing to have to deal with. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. That that's a uh that's up there with the the joke that's gone around where, you know, uh, it's, you've seen it probably, I'm sure, uh of Bill Murray coming in walking up to some person, random person at a restaurant and taking their french fry and he says no one will believe you and walked off. <laughs> <laughs> Is that an actual story or just one of those like rumors that I, go around? I don't know if it's true or not, but you know, it has passed mm-hmm. around the internet a few times and so it's like mm-hmm. it, it's one of those things just kind of knowing how Bill Murray's persona is, I could totally see that. It's like yeah. I mean, Becky, would you believe me if I said, Becky, I'm not even kidding. I was sitting at a restaurant and Bill Murray came and took a French fry off of my plate, said no one will believe me, and walked off. Do you believe me? <laughs> I would believe you if I hadn't heard it from the internet so many times. <laughs> Bill Murray gets around. <laughs> Apparently. He's been he takes Tulsa. Tries to everybody. Been, yeah, that's right. It's like, I mean, it would be funny if oh, there yeah. was that many stories because he just does it that often. <laughs> I would love that. That'd be great. That'd be so funny. Well, Bob Saget is one of those kind of people. He just he doesn't he has the persona of an everyman, maybe because of his connection of with Full House and everything. But like, if you just, I mean, if you didn't know Bob Saget, just walking down the street, like he he doesn't he doesn't have one of those personas of of whoa, that's that's movie star Bob Saget or whatever. It's, he's just he just seems kind of like a normal person, if that makes sense. Yeah, that does feel like his Full House character, just like mm-hmm. just a guy, just a dad. Yep, just just a guy. Who is obsessed with cleaning? <laughs> <laughs> I barely remember Full House, so I, uh, I was like, "Oh, I did not know that." I feel like anyone who watches probably does, though. Full House was a was a staple of my childhood. I loved Full House, so and I. What did you like about it? Uh, I don't know. Just it was just a pretty wholesome show, and um, it was funny, and it was relatively clean, and um, yeah, I just I just really enjoyed it. I I liked. Joey was hilarious, and um, <laughs> and Jesse was you know the cool guy and whatever, and it was just it was just fun watching. I don't know, it was it was just a really good. Like I said it wasn't it was cheesy, but it was it was it was a fun cheesy. And as a kid, I enjoyed it. And, you know, I, you know, your kids don't care about cheesy things. Like, oh, this is a fun show, and it's like it's got it's got the nostalgia factor. I'd probably watch it back and be like, 
Ooh. Mm. <laughs> mm, that is mm, okay. Cringiness. I have watched some of the Fuller House, and I'm not a fan of that. So no, yeah. Is the general consensus that it is on par with the original, or not? I don't know. Um, I think the reviews and things I've read, it seems like in general, most people say if you like the original Full House and you want a little nostalgia trip, you'll probably like Fuller House. Um, and I'm like, uh, maybe. <laughs> I won't say I disagree. I've only watched like one episode and it was okay. fine. And it, like, I didn't dislike it, but I'm also like. It wasn't enough for you to watch a second episode. Yes, I'm now an undisclosed age and I was a kid when I watched the, the other stuff. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> different now. Did you have a favorite character when you were younger or like a character you're like, I want to be like this person? Um, Joey was a lot of fun, although he could be really silly. Um. I would say I probably liked, I liked Joey and I liked, um, I liked Jesse mostly because it was fun to see his coolness get a little, uh, what's the word? It was, it was fun to see, see him get flustered because, you know, things are cool and then you had goofy Joey messing things up and that was always fun to enjoy. I, I enjoyed those things. I would, that sound like a good time. Mm-hmm. I'd ask you if you had a favorite, but since you were less into it, and you might be like, eh, eh, shrug emojis. I, I, I like, yeah, I very barely remember it. My general feel like what I think about is everyone seemed cool, which is Fair such enough. a vague, unhelpful feeling. But. <laughs> we got Star Wars all over again. They're all good. <laughs> They're all good. Great. <laughs> Even the prequels? It's like, uh-huh. <laughs> Everyone loves those, uh-huh. right? Yeah, for surezies. So, while we're talking about, um, oh, did you have anything else you want to talk about on on your reality show things? Uh, I don't know. Your, I mean, your narrator digression was fantastic. So. <laughs> oh, it's one of my favorite parts. I was, I was just so happy every time it was time for Caesar's promos. I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, the last promo was epic. He yeah. made a whole song, and I don't remember it, and I wish I had a copy of it somewhere. Maybe it's online. I don't know. I'm sure it's on YouTube somewhere. But he made a whole song, which was the perfect way for him to go out for the last episode. Excellent. Is it coming back? I think so. It is. I, I would guess so. Maybe next year? Yeah, it sounds maybe like a spring thing, maybe. Maybe island again? Yeah. But if it's not in Las Vegas, I mean, what are they going to do? I mean, come on. It's like you can't. I mean, you the Caesars. first season was on an island. This was the weird season. You can't actually go to an island. Here, be on a rooftop. But it's, I would guess it would be in the summer because they need content. Like, yeah. It, it fills up so much space for them. Makes like, sense. Six days a week of show. <laughs> and there's not a lot going on in the summer, so that makes sense. Yeah. Television-wise, anyway. I guess uh, you, you said it was meaningful. Um, meaningful from a broad perspective or from maybe more specific things um i guess there's multiple ways it was really meaningful for me i think it was that thing of things have been so hard for me not just this year but even before this year but especially this year that having something that is both entirely meaningless but meaningful enough to keep you engaged was really really helpful like connecting with the characters and things yeah like I think it's like silly drama that has no meaning in your actual life. And so you can kind of engage in it and it matters for that moment, but it also doesn't matter if you're dealing with all sorts of other difficult things. Maybe like a way you can connect to things strongly and then disconnect because it's characters and it's less real, Yeah, maybe? 
Yeah. It's it's meaningful enough to engage you, but not meaningful enough to take up too much space in your brain. That's fair. It's less consequential. Yeah. Some of the other shows, like like a really good intensive show that pulls you in, like a fiction show. Mm-hmm. They're like they're great, but they're also require so much attention and concentration, especially ones that are really good that you really are into. But this is something you kind of like disappear for a little bit, not have to think too much, and just enjoy. Those are nice. Yeah, I really appreciated the conversations they were having on the subreddit for it. Um, it is a reality show, so it's not always it's not just like kindness and like you know whatever when they're talking about oh, the I'm show. Sure. But there are also. I, I think Twitter can get a little intense sometimes. And I really appreciate that on on, on Reddit, uh, at least where I go, you can often end up with more thoughtful, nuanced conversations. Indeed. And I really appreciated that. I don't know. They talk about these people, but they always try to remember, like, these are actual people and who have feelings and lives outside of the show. And um, I found people also ended up reflecting on their own relationships watching them. Yeah. And so there was one guy in particular who was kind of raising a lot of red flags at the beginning. Uh, and, on the show? Or in yeah, the on the show. Okay, okay. On the show. And a lot of people ended up talking about how it resembled some relationships they had had at the beginning. And the guy turned out to be not great. And so people started sharing stories and bonding over, you know, difficult relationships they had had. And then other times there's people who are like, oh, um, I think there was one person who was like, oh, I think my partner kind of acts this way. And they started thinking a little more about whether it was like the right thing for them and whether this was kind of a healthy relationship for them. Oh, wow. And so there's like lots of thoughtful and interesting discussions sometimes on um, people just sharing like what they've experienced, what what a healthy relationship might look like, what it doesn't look like. And it's just like nice and bonding and you can actually sometimes learn and oh, yeah, for a little sure. bit from, from that. And it's it's weird because it's a meaningless reality show. But the conversations that come up are sometimes really thoughtful and help you reflect on like, what are you looking for? How have you been in the past? How do you want to be in the future? Yeah, well, it's a catalyst so for really good conversation. Cool. Yeah. And it's so silly because it comes from Love Island. So it's like, oh, I did not expect this. Well, yeah. But also, like, how often have you and I had, you know, deep, meaningful con- conversations whilst uh farming turnips <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> maybe the silly stuff is the catalyst for having deeper conversations mm-hmm. well I mean, I mean just like playing board games and stuff like me personally i don't have any interest in playing you know sorry or parcheesi or whatever um mm-hmm. um but i really enjoy hanging out with friends and that is an excellent excuse to because you know it can be difficult. Wow, this is hard to think about in COVID times, but it, it can be difficult just to sit everybody down in a chair, especially if it's been a while since you've, you know, talked and be like, so how's the weather? <laughs> you know, it's like, well, we live in the same town as you. It's been the same as it is for you. you know? Yeah. I mean, but, especially if you say it like that, it's going to be real awkward. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I start every conversation. I mean, that, uh, it's the recording that starts like, so how's the weather? Yeah. You know? So. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> But uh, yeah. But having that, having a game to play or whatever like that you had, can have conversation around the game, and then it splits off into other stuff, and it just it, it's just a natural way to start talking about things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like something that is quote unquote meaningless, like a reality show or whatever, you can get on and have a conversation, 
and that's a catalyst for deeper and more meaningful things. So no, that's, I don't think that's silly at all. I think that's great. So there you go. Mm -hmm. There was this one moment that just, it was like a really beautiful moment of, there was this one girl who ended up being treated pretty poorly by this guy. And she was struggling with like, what should I do? Do I stay with him? Do I not? And um, her good friend on the show ended up just asking, well, if it was me, what would you tell me to do? And there, it was just like this really great TV moment where, you know, you could see like in her eyes, it changed and she was like, I would tell you it's not worth it. And you could hear the sadness and the realization. Yeah. And comments again, it was just a really meaningful moment for a lot of people of being like, oh, someone finding their self-worth and knowing what they deserve. And then Indeed. after that episode, it did not play out that way in the end. So it was, it was a whole thing. But, but yeah, no, it's, it's good stuff. Yeah, they are still together. And people have mixed feelings about that. But you don't know everything. It's a TV show. So. Exactly. Well, and, yeah, there's there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes. I'm sure that it's like, okay, well, you know, an apology doesn't doesn't get the ratings. You understand? It's like, no, no, no. We got to have something to talk about. <laughs> One of the other conversations that came up a lot this season was... It's, it's interesting because it's kind of a reflection of what's going on in the world, but there was a lot of discussions about um, representation and diversity on the show, actually. Oh, yeah? And people had really thoughtful comments about um, sharing what it was like as a person of color and their experiences dating and finding people. And the winners this year were actually a black couple. And yeah. it was really really nice for a lot of people to see that and people were sharing their stories of what it meant for them and um i definitely do not feel well versed enough to talk about this subject but i really appreciated having the opportunity to like read people's experiences and yeah, for sure and the the woman who won she is i don't know how to say this <laughs> i don't know how to say this properly but like she is darker skinned okay and there is often a lack of representation of, of black women and especially darker skinned black women on, on reality shows and dating shows. Mm -hmm. And so she struggled a lot at the beginning and people weren't interested and they had this really vulnerable conversation they aired where her and this other, this other black woman talked about how, you know, in those moments they sometimes wonder like, is it them? Is it their race? Is it their skin? Why is no one interested in them, but they're interested mm -hmm. in everyone else here? And I thought it was just, I don't know, like a really vulnerable moment and for them to air that and to have a lot of people who maybe haven't experienced that to at least have more understanding of what it's like for them, I thought was was like a really cool thing. It created a lot of conversation and a lot of people sharing their stories of what it's like. I really appreciated the opportunity to learn a little more about that. And it was just really, it was it was great for a lot of people because she found an incredible guy and it is a love that is very respectful and kind and fun and what a lot of people are looking for. And so it was just mm -hmm. like a really beautiful love story as well overall. And so I laughed. I cried. It's a great time. It was six to seven days a week <laughs> for a couple of months and then it was over. <laughs> so see, see, then, then so not, not everything in 2020 was, was just an... Absolute no, I fire. think that came at a very good time for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. And I got a job, and you got some good shows, and Animal yeah. Crossing, so... I job well done. <laughs> 2020, everything's <laughs> fixed, right? <laughs> yeah. 
because it's November sixth, and there's nothing going on here at this. There's at definitely this nothing going time. on in your country, yeah. right? <laughs> it's totally just a normal fine. day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, hundred percent. We will. I. Okay. We, we will read with gusto of of a, of just of a thousand Matthew Hoffman. Yes. Yeah, thank you. I was like of a thousand sons. I don't think that works.